All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. 22 minutes ago, hearing Edmonton and Nashville working on a Matthias Ekholm deal, talks intensifying. Friedman followed that up with a tweet 10 minutes ago saying Ekholm will be going to Edmonton. Not fully sure of return, but multiple pieces pick. So it sounds like this thing is not done yet, but it sounds like we're getting close to Matthias Ekholm being an Edmonton Oiler. I'm Tyler Remchuk, Liam Horvitz here, Zach Lang, our news editor, and behind the scenes, our guy Bag Milk is sitting there as well. I uh, like that we just did a 90-minute episode of Oilers Nation Radio. We extended it just in case anything happened mm-hmm. with the Oilers, and then immediately when we stop recording, we get this tweet from Friedman. I haven't even put up Oilers Nation Radio yet because it hadn't. It took that short of time between the ending of that show. <laughs> 
to the show uploading into the drive I needed to upload yeah. it to that I didn't even have time. So here we are. Like maybe maybe we'll erase that whole episode. This is it. What I want to know is if Rick's gonna come hauling ass back into this building right now because he just <laughs> left right before we started recording. You see that Jeep flying down the road. Just flying down into Riverdale. So Gregor had a tweet that I think some people are taking as Gregor reporting the return on Matthias Eckholm. I do not think that is it. I don't think anyone knows the return right now on Matthias Eckholm. So the idea Gregor floated out was to make the money work, I think, is what Jason Gregor was getting at. Um, and that was something involving Yamamoto and a defenseman, right? Um, so, you know, yeah, that would make the money work on a guy like Matthias Eckholm. Remember, the Oilers also have $3 million in cap space that they opened up with the Yesa Pugliarvi trade earlier today. But before... And yeah, Frank Cervalli has mentioned in the past that the ask could be two firsts for Matias Ekholm. So I think that's probably what you're looking for at some point in this deal is for two firsts to be going the other way. Let's live with just that knowledge. Let's say the Oilers are getting Ekholm. Again, nothing's confirmed yet. We're here to be live when it is confirmed. But let's say it's two firsts and the Oilers are getting Matias Ekholm. Zach, at that base, do you like the move? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think at the end of the day here, we like the Oilers need to do something big to solidify their defense, right? Whether it was Jacob Chikorin, whether it's Matias Ekholm, which now it apparently is, or whether it was going for a guy like Eric Carlson, the Oilers needed to be ready to pony up to make this move. And I think that's exactly what they're doing right now. Um, you know, there's a little bit of concern, of course, with the age and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, look, the Oilers just had, you know, 48-year-old Duncan Keith last year playing on their blue line, and he still played at a pretty high level. So I think Matthias Ekholm's a guy who can come in here and, and provide uh, a similar level of, of play. And he's only 32 years old still. Like, he still has mm-hmm. some life on him, three years left on his contract after this one. Uh, I absolutely love this move. I want to know how this is going to work, the money side, because the two first round picks is something, but like to make the money work, Mm -hmm. Matias Ekholm is $6.25 million. For three more seasons. So we got to get some maneuvering going on here. There's going to be bodies leaving. And I'm curious to see what that is from an Oilers perspective. Well, I was throwing it out there on Twitter just like an hour or two ago, just thinking out loud about this. Like I'd like to see the Oilers try and swing like a two for one deal. So, or not like a two for one deal, but bringing two pieces back, right? Like maybe it's yeah. Matthias Ekholm and somebody like Philip Tomasino is 21 years old. He's a right shot center. He's got some good defensive metrics to him. You know, he's on a, his entry level deal. He's got one year left on that after this one. Can go through um, waivers if you value that. Absolutely. Right. Like it just provides a little bit more roster flexibility because, you know, the Oilers traded away. Yes. A a right shot winger. Um, if Kyler Yamamoto is involved in this deal, then what do you have on your right side or, or really for right shot players in general, like Derek Ryan is like one of your only right shot forwards left, right? He is elite though. He is elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Derek Ryan is the answer. Um, there are some other forwards that Nashville has that, you know, can maybe work. Tyler Mulek kind of said, you know, you're swapping Yamo. He said CC, but whatever D-man it is for Ekholm and a Tomasino type. Uh, someone else in there was asking, you know, maybe it's Colton Sissons. Maybe it's Yakov Trenin, who's a 26-year-old left shot centerman. He plays left wing. Colton Sissons, I believe, is a right shot because he plays the right wing as well. He is six foot one, 200 pounds. He signed though two point eight million for three more years. I, th- I think making that money work, they could do it again if two more pieces are going out in this deal. Um, interesting stuff. We are still waiting on confirmation on any sort of a deal here. But what's we're- the speculation? Let's take a couple of cheeky little guesses, boys. What do you think's going out? I, I have no idea. I'm with Zach on the idea of I think something needs to come back in this deal. 
you other than Ekholm, you can't just get rid of potentially three roster players in one day to return one guy. Like, did the Oilers get better if that's the case? Like, I'm not fully convinced they they do. Mm-hmm. I that's a concern we talked about oh, before. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Let's uh, let's do it. Elliot Friedman has oh, it. Whoa! Oh my God. What is it? Matthias Ekholm and a sixth round pick are coming to Edmonton. It's Tyson Berry, Reed Schaefer, a first and a fourth going the other way. Uh, Elliot Friedman with that one. Tyson Berry, Reed Schaefer, a first and a fourth for Matthias Ekholm is the reported deal. Tyson Berry's leaving. I can't can't believe believe that. that It's Berry. I'm actually shocked. Tyson Berry. I am shocked. Tyson Berry very well may have been their most consistent defenseman this year. Wow. I am blown away. I can't believe that. Also, you're swapping a righty to add a lefty, although I know Ekholm can maybe play both sides, but them giving up Tyson Berry in this deal is, I am speechless. Wasn't the whole idea to bring in more puck moving and you just get rid of your best puck moving defense? And what about Wanye's love of Reed Schaefer? Oh, Oh, the Reed Schaefer, Wanye is going to be crushed. He's going to be... Ginger beef is moving on, man. I, I don't know what to say. I am blown away by this. So Kennedy's in the chat. Don't contact me for three to five years that I, whoa, listen, I was thinking one of Kulak or CC in this deal. And I would have even then been like, Oh, you're sacrificing a D man off the roster. I'm not sure if I'm sold on this. Um, first off, great work on the lower part of this graphic too, Aaron. I think that's hilarious. Um, here's the deal from Elliot Friedman, basically two firsts in Schaefer and the first rounder this year, but the Tyson Berry element, I get it needs to be done. You do keep Yamamoto with this deal. So not as much sacrifice from the forward group you need to give to get in today's NHL. That is just a big, big, big give. I'm stunned. It's Tyson Berry. I really am. I am too, but like, what is this signals like Evan Bouchard power play quarterback? Yeah. If you're a fantasy hockey player, go load up on your Evan Bouchard uh, on the waiver wire. Right. I mean that, that signals that right. Ekholm is not. Hey, wait, it makes the money work too. Yeah. It does make the money work. We have seen Bouchard a little bit more on the power play. I think in the last couple of weeks and recent times. Yeah. yeah, we we actually have. Yeah. That's something that like they they have been trotting him out there a little bit more. And now that you think about it a little bit, it kind of makes sense that they were doing that to see what they have in Bouchard on the power play. And obviously, they feel very good about Bouchard as a defenseman. Um, I think it also signals good news for Evan Bouchard in the long term picture here in Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, I love this deal. You're only giving up one actual first round draft pick, you know, Reed Schaefer was projecting to be what, uh, you know, a middle six kind of grinder defensive forward out of, right? out of Borgo Holloway and that group. Yeah. Schaefer's the guy, Schaefer's the guy to kind of move. I think something to consider as well is when that draft was happening with, when they got Reed Schaefer, yeah. it was that whole thing was like, well, anyone from 20 to like 40 is kind of like up for grabs. They're all about the same yeah. kind of prospect here. So Last year's draft class, I get it. Reed Schaefer has that value of being a first round pick. But I guess when you break it down like that and look back to that draft class, like it was a weaker draft class. Schaefer would have probably gotten yeah. second round most years. So interesting. Hear me out on this. Here we go. And Gravy just threw the idea in the chat. Young Gravy? Yes. There's a power play quarterback on the market right now. Who it be? 
Have we at all considered the idea of it being a Chikrin and Ekholm kind of deadline? There's no way. Chikholm. Chikholm. We, we were Chick talking about Chikholm. <laughs> we did. The Gavin There's no way. Cool. How does this affect the Oilers cap right now? So we know essentially. They're eight, if it is Barry and Jesse's out, that is seven and a half mil. Yes. Yeah. So you've brought in 6.25. You have 1.25 to play with, which what's Yamamoto plus 1.25? Oh, no. 4.35. You're almost at Chikrin again. Then again, who's playing wing? No one. Me. Wow. Wow. I don't. What a monster trade. Someone asked if Nashville's retaining again. Trade call isn't done. We don't know. Wow. This is interesting. I don't know what I expected to be honest. I expected. I'll tell you what I expected. I expected that if they were going to move a defenseman out, that it would have been Kulak because at least it's lefty lefty kind of sub in sub out. I did not. I did not foresee any circumstance that Tyson Barry was going to be traded for the deadline. So. Vincent Dehane is here to stay temp- for now because, mm-hmm. quite frankly, you don't have so does Ekholm play on the right? Then he plays both. He's a lefty, but he can play both. And as a shutdown guy who doesn't move the puck or whose like prime skill isn't moving the puck, I think you're more comfortable flipping him to that other side. So what I it- just can't believe they traded Tyson Berry. That, that's a guy who is loved in the room. We're also north of 600 viewers on the YouTube stream right now. Hammer loved the like button. The hammer the subscribe. Like, the- I'm stunned that it's Barry yeah. going out. He had this year. He had uh 4.5 million bucks, mm-hmm. right? And when was his deal up? His deal yeah. is up 23, 24. Year so he had after. one year after yeah. this one. Do we have a graphic to put up with the return for you? If we do AB, I guess you have the tweet, which is the same thing. Um, if you're wow. just joining us, Matthias Ekholm is an oiler. It is Tyson Berry, Reed Schaefer, and a fourth round pick. And this year's first round pick going the other way. Oilersnation.com. Cam Lewis has an article up on the deal. Everybody go read that and give us some clicks. Yep. I'm going to text Wanye right now to see if I can get him to call about Reed Schaefer. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure his take on it will be measured and <laughs> will feature no bias. Uh, Renard says echo might be our number one D brainwash says heartbroken about Tyson D nice 41. They traded Barry because making a move for Carlson. No, uh, if you, if they can't make the cap work for uh Chikra, then how would you ever do it for 10 point, whatever of uh, Carlson does Barry get flipped now? I wouldn't be surprised if Nashville flips Barry. I think there's potential there for Barry. I think he's got a lot of value. Mm-hmm. Uh, evidently, like he's not, a ca- he is the cap dump in this, but he's he's not there solely for being the money. Sacrificing Barry tells me that you're getting another player. I, like I don't think this solves your blue line as much as just bringing in Eckholm would. Unless they love Vinny that much. I'm stunned because Barry was not only having a great season for the Oilers, very popular player in the room. Yeah. I just, I didn't see that one coming at all. Of all the players you could have told me that were going to get traded today, mm-hmm. his name wouldn't even have been on my list. No, it like, just, it felt like they had gone to a point where they valued him so much that they were going to keep him around 742 in the chat now. So we got 742 in the chat. What kind of player did the Oilers just get? What do we know about Matthias Ekholm? Well, we know Matthias Ekholm's a great two-way defenseman, right? He's a guy who is going to be really solid at defending the blue line for the Oilers, stopping zone entries and retrieving pucks. He's a plus defenseman in terms of being able to move it up the ice as well. Um, I think he also brings some of that mean streak that the Oilers have kind of been missing a little bit on the back end. Like, to me, like, Matthias Ekholm is almost the perfect blend of a guy like Jacob Chikrin and a guy like Joel Edmondson, right? Where Chikrin, his real strength is kind of in moving that puck up the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy like Edmondson is kind of that mean defenseman in front of the net. Like, I think this one, as a, as a fit as a whole, is a tremendous addition for the Oilers. I really do. Um, 
I, I've been high on Jacob Chikrin for quite a while here. Um, and I still think I would have preferred him given the the age and a, a little bit of a better, friendlier contract. But at the end of the day, like Matias Ekholm is an absolutely insanely good consolation prize in the grand scheme of things. And mm-hmm. and I am floored to see Tyson Berry moved out too, right? But again, this talks about, you know, the Oilers, you know, leaning on guys like Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle in situations like these. You have to think that those guys gave um, you know, the blessing on this deal, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, I think if you're Ken Holland, you're just trying to improve the team however you can. They clearly view this as a big upgrade. It's just, I'm worried about, again, the future picks, I don't care. Reed Schaefer, I unfortunately don't care. First round pick, you got to give him up to get. You're getting Matias Ekholm for three more seasons as well, which I think is really worth noting. There's Liam. more to this, apparently. If what do you got? Reading this correctly. What the, the hell? The Predators will retain on this deal. 4%. Who <laughs> said that? LeBron did LeBron type that wrong? Of Ekholm remaining on cap and salary. Did he mean to say forty? Can we get the percentage on that, please? So that Can is two hundred fifty thousand dollars that they've retained. Okay, so that puts him a clean six million. There has to okay. be another deal. So that's a clean there. six million bucks. Yeah, that puts Ekholm at a clean six. So then that gives the Oilers almost two million in free cap space, right? Boy, they would have sacrificed seven and a half and only brought back in six now. Okay, so so they got a million and a half net positive in terms of dollars. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, they have, a million and a, half, they have a million and a half difference. <laughs> <laughs> so, huh. so that's a million and a half plus the three from Puliarvi. Yes. Yep. There's your no, chicken. no, 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 no. Oh. It's just a million and a half, but like, it does line up. If you were to move the three point one Yamamoto, what's three point one plus one point five? Six. What's chicken? I'm Do it, Kenny. Player. Do it, Kenny. Let's go. Let's get them both. Jacob. Let Jacob Ken cook. Him. That would make, it would honestly make so much sense because I, I have a hard time believing you would sacrifice your number one power play quarterback and just be like, well, we'll run with Bouchard for the playoffs, which again, it could be fine. Bouchard has been good in that spot before. At points this year, he's taken that spot away from Barry. I mean, brief points, but there's been points. I see this popping up in the chat at all. Are you worried at all about what this does to the power play? I, yeah, I kind of am like, I don't like Barry was a big part of that. And it's, he brought a different element to what Bouchard a thousand people watching. Right we were in a, we were a like, thousand people on the stream. I better not mess up this answer. Then if you are new here, <laughs> sorry, if you're new here, please hit the subscribe button. If you hit the subscribe button, they'll get chicken. Continue. <laughs> I I, wonder, I will get you pinball Clemens autograph in Toronto. Yeah. I wonder if we see Don on this more on the power play. Oh, good Lord. That can't be the solution. <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud here. Like he's got some offensive games to him, obviously. Yeah. And they like to split with Bouchard and Barry too in different situations. Is nurse somewhat of a Barry in the sense of like, he can be a bit more calmer with the park. You like he's, he's not, doesn't, He's not afraid to shoot it, but he's not expected to shoot it all the time. Like maybe he's a bit more of a conservative guy. You can have oh, like, just an idea of it. Is this 40% or 4%? That actually really changes my view on, uh, on the deal. But LeBron said four and 250 K. It makes it 6 million bucks. It yeah. makes sense. Maybe that makes sense. Um, but whoever just put in the chat in all caps, it's 40. Um, it's not. Let 40. us know where you heard that, I suppose, is what I want to know. There's no way it's 40. No insiders tweeted it's 40. It's four. We're living with four. Um, four makes sense. It's yeah. 250 grand. That's 4% of 6.25 million. Makes sense. Interesting. 
<laughs> Some people just keep writing 40. I don't know. But yeah, that, that makes sense. Make to it me. 44. So how are you lining up right now? Let's go around the horn here. Do how our pairings. We, how are you lining up the pairings? So first pairing, bag milk, you can give it to us. How are well, you running your D? If you're Jay Wood. See, I'm draw. really tempted to go Daryl Ekholm as your first pairing. I kind of am too. Because then your second pairing would be Kulak CC. And, and they're already playing Broberg with Bouchard anyway. I I would do what? Sorry, go ahead. I, I, I was just gonna you can't say here bad. we go. I'm great deadline my, uh, season, Zach. My pairings, my bad. I thought ugh, go on. Go I on. would I would look at what Duncan Keith did for Evan Bouchard last year, and I'd say, I want to see if Ekholm can do that. And I think I would go Ekholm Bouchard, Nurse CeCe, Broberg Vinny. And Kul- oh no, Kulak Vinny and Brobriggs are seven. Okay, my hot take Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard. They've played together in the past, they've posted good underlying numbers together. You go uh, Ekholm and you go Cody Cece on the second pairing. And then your third pairing, you go. Oh, wait, I'm confused now. I got confused too. I forgot Kulak existed for a minute. Yeah, I know. So I would go Nurse, Nurse Bouchard, Ekholm, Cece. Then I would go Kulak Broberg on the third pair with Vinny as your seventh mm. defenseman. Liam, I would go Nurse CC, mm-hmm. Ekholm Bouchard, Broberg, uh, Kulak. I guess Kulak and Vinny. Broberg is my seven, but I don't want Broberg as my seven. I no, you know well, what? I'm fucking Ekholm to the right side. Yeah, you do I'm, want that? Yeah, that's what I want. Ekholm's on the right side with, let's just put him with Nurse for the sake of it. I think CC could do with coming down the lineup a little bit. Then I would, you know what? I might even do Broberg and CC together and then Kulak and Bouchard and v, VD is my seven. Mm. So Ekholm has played the right side. I just found an article from A to Z sports.com that talks about them having uh, Ekholm on the right side. Okay. So he has done it in the past, so that's always a potential option. The leftorium on the Oilers' defense is still very much a thing. <laughs> Who put that poll in our chat? 40% or 4%? And why are people voting? This isn't an opinion. <laughs> it's a great poll. I say the they do 40%. Uh, that's funny. Uh, okay, let's catch up on what you guys are saying in the chat. Bruh0915 says they got a trade for Jensen. Daniel says Ekholm has to be on the top line. Egan says 25 with five and with some 86. And then Ekholm, Bush, Kulikov, Vinny. Uh, Daki says Ekholm, Broberg with Ekholm on his offside. Uh, Quaddy says Nurse Ekholm on the right. Barry, no, people are just saying a whole bunch of stuff. Perry flipped back to Edmonton, LOL. Can you imagine that? Um, That'd be special. McJesus says something else is cooking. Tyler Mulek says Barry was a man rocket and our hotties per 60 has definitely gone down. That is a fascinating point as well. Well, we've well, let's talk about that quickly. Hang but he's a good looking dude too, though. And that beard. Come on. He's rugged. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is Alberta, baby. Get him in a truck. We're all <laughs> swooning for that home. Get that guy. Sherwood Ford. Get that guy in F-150. Matthias Ekholm is an F-150 kind of guy. Chris S. said, I voted 40, Kenny. You owe us. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. The Uh, poll is binding, Ken. (laughs) He has to recall the answer. He's like, hey, guys, bad news. Uh, Had to redo the trade. Um, (laughs) This is Oilers Nation Everyday Show. 
Got a poll up and the people wanted 40. Steven says, what's the point of swapping Barry for Ekholm if we had to give up so many assets? And I think that is a fair question to ask because Barry was doing so well because as curved wrench says uh barry was a glue guy in the room i think that's a really like notable point in all of this is that the guys love tyson barry tyson barry loved being an oiler you're swapping them out i think you make yourself better today with this trade yeah would you we saw gregor's like kind of throw it out there thing where he was like who or a d-man kulak will say yamo and two first is what gregor threw out would you have preferred that over this? No, I think the you Oilers know, actually would have got worse if that was a deal. Losing two players off the active roster compared to one. And Paul Yavi to bring in only Ekholm. Yeah. That's not a good deal. I think, yeah, you're losing too many pieces in that. So what was the deal again? Sorry, it was Barry, Schaefer, a first and a fourth or whatever it was. Yeah. First so two fourth. of those assets, you don't really know what they're going to be. The first obviously is value, fourth, whatever. Schaefer... Yeah, I get it. First round pick, everything. But again, you don't fully know what he's going to be in the NHL. No, never know. Yeah, you never know. But hmm. Tyson Berry for Ekholm, yeah, it's such an interesting one because when you look at it like that, he's like, Berry was having a great season. Maybe the Oilers did slightly overpay for it, but you also now get, what is it, three more years of Ekholm? Yeah. It's six million. Three more years at six mil because it's 4% retained. Or maybe 40. If you're into the fancies too, um, Matias Ekholm's fancies are legit. Fantasy? This guy scored twice against the Oilers this year, too. Yeah, his underlying numbers are really good. Something also to consider. And he's mean as hell. What number is Matthias Ekholm? 40-something? He is number... Let me 14. 14. Who has 14? What are you going to do? Devin score. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, that's the thing. Is Matthias Ekholm really going to come into this team after they traded a fan favorite and their locker room favorite in Tyson Berry and then demand number 14 to take off Devin's score? It just doesn't seem like a good start for me. I think he'll be number 41. Looking at the actual points that Ekholm has, since we haven't really touched on it, five goals, 13 assists, 18 points in 57 games. Going out uh-huh. the door, Tyson Berry, 10 goals, 33 assists, 43 points in 61 games. May I share a little nugget of information from our boy Jason Greger? Please. Ekholm's most common D partner in Nashville since the start of two seasons ago was Alexander Carrier. Who'd that be? Ekholm played 1,400 minutes with him. Dante Fabro, he also played 450 minutes with. Both young defensemen. This is a guy who has experience playing with younger, inexperienced partners. I wonder if maybe that isn't a sign right there. Are the Oilers doing this deal thinking this will help them get more out of Evan Bouchard as well as one of the perks? Put Bouchard on the power play more, give him a reliable partner. Maybe this trade, you lose Barry, but you get a better, you get the best of Evan Bouchard. Who got the best player in this trade? Edmonton. Eklund's the best player without a doubt in this deal. That's what I've been thinking about the whole time too, is the Oilers got the best player. Like you said, Tyler, off the top, you got to give to get. You do. You got to give to get. And the Oilers got better today with that deal. Yeah. So here's here's an interesting caveat too. Um, When it comes to Evan Bouchard, if he's now taking over as the power play quarterback, don't you think that might inflate his uh, salary cap number on his next contract? Yeah, but right? I think if he starts if he starts producing some more offense, could that But I think it's pretty easy issues? to point to the production at that point and say you are producing because of the Oilers power play. Yes, that is fair. I I don't disagree yeah. with you on that, but I think it's just kind of an interesting thing to think about. Mm-hmm. I think something to consider on that too was the Barry deal. 
Wasn't that right after he led everyone in points? Yeah, like great. They signed him when his value was at his highest. Yeah. So, and it's like four and a half when you look at it now, Mm -hmm. it was actually a pretty good deal. So UFA at the end of next season as well. So you do bring in a guy with a bit more term. Yeah. You've been in that situation, I guess, is what I'm trying to say before with someone who solely gets that points off the power play. Bouchard, I think, will be a bit more effective five and five. Maybe he just gets a bigger role at five and five too. Mm -hmm. Maybe it just helps Bouchard. And maybe that's what the others are looking at right now. I also like to think that maybe, just maybe, Liam, Ekholm will come into Edmonton with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I'm looking at Cap Friendly right now. He is in the first year of that new extension that he signed with the Predators. Remember, he was the top guy last trade deadline. Yeah. He was the guy everyone was like, when is he getting moved? And they signed him. Sorry, Begmo, go ahead. No, I just, I like, I wonder if that's kind of like, you know, just kind of sets up a little bit of a fuck you attitude, at least a little bit. I hope so. Because he's already mean. If he comes in with a... Mm-hmm. Uh, that mean streak plus a chip on his shoulder. I like it. So the Oilers next season, I'll have 8 million in projected cap space too, just to kind of go on that with and to sign Derek Ryan's a UFA, Matias Yamak, Devin Shaw. Well, we already give the Hubert deal the, yeah, the Hubert Derek Ryan. Derek He's Ryan. producing the same. So it makes True. sense. Yeah. And people voted on that one too. Uh, we have another trade, it. not oh, Oilers. No. Oh. Uh, the Minnesota Wild have picked up Gustav Nyquist. So the ah, NHL, well, yeah. the NHL's Gary Bennett is going to be so pissed. Gary Bennett was like, "Listen, I don't want to see none of you guys acquiring those hurt players." And Bill Guerin, like a spoiled toddler, was like, "You watch." And they did exactly that. I'm actually intrigued to see what the return is because that's a guy I believe the Oilers have liked. And it actually, we're getting to a point where you almost could have made that move with the money you're moving out, bring him in, put him right on LTIR, stash him for the playoffs. Does this now also, maybe the Oilers don't go and get a Chikrin, but instead go and get another forward. Max Domi? Max Domi's right there for one and a half million if you have 50%. Mm. It's a good deal. He's good. Like, I know this kind of seems like a little bit of a joke I've been making for a while, but he's, yeah, Max he's a very good player and he would help the Oilers in a lot of ways. He's aggressive. He can score goals. Ooh. He's got that. He's got a good attitude about it. I, I just circling back to trade talk. Michael Kirkpatrick actually put a really interesting idea in our chat. I think it's worth us giving it some thought. Talk about Chikorin, but who's another D-man in Arizona we've heard they've had interest in? Go, the ghost. Ghost spare? So do the Oilers, was maybe a part of this deal, Arizona has one more spot to retain money. Is there something to be cooked up for Ghost as Barry? And you're sitting there going, okay, we moved out Barry, but we picked up Ghost. And oh, our best defenseman's now Matias Ekholm. I just think, you know, I'm nervous about giving up Barry. Because again, sacrificing pieces off the active roster when you're pushing for a cup scares me a bit. Especially a popular one like that. And a popular guy, you worry about the room and all of that. He's got a big Uh, goal in the playoffs too. Scored a huge goal last year, game six against LA. Really, that run might not happen if it's not for Tyson Berry. Um, I I think we need to wait till Friday. Again, like let's judge this on the whole. We talked about this with Pugliarvi this morning or this afternoon on the show as well. It's like, all right, do you, you... You got rid of the money. You took a step back. But is it going to allow you to take two steps forward now? And I think we see part one of that now playing out. Also, 1,200 people in the stream. Hit the subscribe button if, if you have a second because we go live every day at noon Eastern and we're going to be going live right up until deadline day a lot. This is a big step forward. I'm not saying it's not. But it gives you flexibility. Keeping that little bit of money, 250K, moving out RV still, you have some cap dumps you could still potentially make. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, Tyler Mulek says it. I'm really going to miss Barry. I'm going to miss Tyson Barry as well. According to Puckpedia, Tyler, back home at 6 million bucks. That's the 250K retained. Sorry, poll chat people. It was 4%. Such a weird thing to do. Back home, uh, 6 million bucks for Barry adds, uh, you know, that's 1.5 million mm-hmm. net cap hit for the Oilers. They would have $450,000 in cap space with 21 players on the roster. Oh. Something else that's kind of interesting too. I'm pretty sure it was Frank who said that the Oilers had said no to Reed Schaefer and some other trades. Like some other teams had been asking the Oilers about Reed Schaefer. So from the Oilers perspective, what changed that led them to be willing to move on from Reed Schaefer? Right. I mean, you know, again, he's a guy that the team highly coveted in the draft last year. They moved down in the, with the Zach Cassian trade to be able to grab Reed Schaefer there. That's just another, you know, interesting thing. they Sorry, paid God. they paid a significant price here. No, yeah. They did. Are the Oilers better with this trade? Yeah. I think you got a defenseman that is honestly, he's their best defenseman, is he not? The guy Darnell Nurse has the potential to be better than him, but Darnell Nurse, we all know, isn't having a great year. They just went out and got a best a, a top pairing guy. And then I think the numbers would back up Matias Eckholm being a top pairing guy. He's 32. Maybe you're worried a little bit about his legs, how long he can hold up for. Um, but still, do you not think we should have expected this a bit more just with Holland's reputation of like wanting to get older veteran guys, guys like, you know, it's kind of what he is, right? We talked he, yesterday he on the show that Ekholm would be a great pit. Fit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm shocked it's happened. I'm not going to lie. When I, I went to the bathroom and I came back and I saw the others were going to acquire Ekholm. I didn't really know what to think. And then cause I thought we Kind of assumed it was going to be chicken, to be honest. I kind of had the idea of that calm out of my head. I, I thought it was you, actually. I thought we'd be talking about a chicken deal. Later. Yeah. Me too. So, but I'm, I'm glad we've got at home. I'm disappointed we had to sacrifice Barry to do it. But I think, like Tyler said, at home comes in and he's probably your best defenseman on this team. Reed Schaefer, I think, Zach, to your point, I don't think he's been as that great post world juniors if i'm remembering rightly like that seattle team is absolutely stacked so that could be an issue of like 
they have so many players he's maybe not getting the ice time he deserves yeah. or the power play minutes. I'm not 100% sure, but it's interesting. Now the Oilers don't have a first-round pick next year, but also they've built up such good draft prospects in the last three or four years under Kenny's reign. Mm-hmm. It's Holland's reign. What do I call him? Kenny. Kenny. No, oh. no we can call him Kenny. We're yeah. on that kind of a level with him personally. That's true. Uncle Ken. We're tight with him. Yeah. So I think this is fine. I think this moves were fine. We can't all sit here screaming from the rooftops that we want Ken Holland to make a move. Yeah. Then when he makes a move, complain about the move he made. Yes, Oilers, we can. And we we will. <laughs> uh, but the Oilers now have more money to go and do something. Holland has freed up the mm-hmm. space to go and make this team better. And at this moment, at 4.07 p.m., manded mountain standard time, the Oilers are better today than they were yesterday. I think so. Doc, what do you think? Oilers better today than they were yesterday? I think so. I, I like I, I like this a lot. Um, I don't necessarily agree with the notion that the Oilers' power play runs solely through Tyson Berry. I think Evan Bouchard has shown an ability to play and be effective on that power play. Um, I saw somebody tweeting some numbers about um, Bouchard being pretty much as effective with McDavid and Dreisaitl on the ice on the power play as Tyson Berry is. Yep. I mean, let's be real here. Like, is Tyson Berry? you know, a good power play quarterback, damn right. Great power play quarterback. quarterback, Right. But at the end of the day, I don't think that Tyson Berry is the reason that the Oilers power play has been so goddamn good in the last couple of years. No, like like, it's the two hall of famers that run. Yeah. Let's be real here. Right. Like let's, let's be real. It's nice that you called Nugent hall of famer like that. That's really kind of three hall of famers. Hockey hall of famers, one Oiler hall of famer. Cause I mean, like think back to when Oscar (laughs) Clefbaum and Darnell nurse were running the power play for the Oilers. You know, the Oilers power was still among the best in the entire league. Yeah. Like what, like does, does, Going from Barry to Bouchard, take them from a 33% to a 31.5%, maybe. But like, shit, that's still the best power play unit in the league by far, right? Back home and a sixth to Edmonton. So we also acquired a sixth. That's sixth maybe. Pick. I cannot wait to see cooking. what the others do with that. We cooking. Matthew in all caps, our power play is fine. Uh, someone else said the overpay wasn't Barry. The overpay was the first. Here's what I, again, will, def- I, here's the defense of this deal. Matias Ekholm has three more years left, people, and he's their number one D-man now. They get three more years of this guy. Even if the last year isn't good, I don't care. We're trying to win right now. This year and the next two of Matias Ekholm should be absolutely dynamite. Look at what Ryan McDonough did for those Tampa Bay Lightning teams. He was yeah. massive, and I get they had Hedman and Sergachev as well, but like he was a very important part of it. I'm not saying they have that level of blue line. They don't. But Matthias Ekholm is a damn good D-man. And you, this isn't a rental. You don't have to worry about signing him this summer. You know for three more years, as the cap goes up, you're getting Matthias Ekholm at $6 bucks. That's important. Oilers got Petrov for the six-round pick. I was there just you trying go. to think the six-rounders. There you go. The Oilers are good at drafting. They're yep. very good at drafting. So I'm stepping away for a sec. i got to go charge like, my laptop and write a little bit. Smart man. Okay, sounds good. Zach Lang working hard. Page views don't quit, baby. Nope. Mm-hmm. Page views never stop. My laptop battery, however, is quit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Um, is. Is there anything else you want to add to this? Like, is there any other angles? Lyle, well, we have 1,400 people still watching right now. So I think I, we, we're just going to keep, keep cooking. I just, let's keep yeah, cooking. Sure. Uh, there is a rumor floating around from the fourth period that LA is hunting hard for Chikrin right now. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot of rumors that float around this time of year. Um, a lot of them don't come to fruition. Noah Walter says he's old. No, he's 32. Like he has gas left in the tank here. And the style of defenseman he is, I'm not worried about it. Lyle and Dana Rouleau, 
They are on, they share a YouTube account. Absolutely, Tyler, not a rental. Exactly. And keep hammering the like button as well. well so as here's Scott the thing too, like Ken Holland said he was open to paying the first this year for a pure rental. He paid the first, but you've got a guy who's going to be around for a while. Yeah. He's going to help keep pucks out of the net. We're a letter for the Preds. He's a leader. He's a guy who's played, Gavin said this to me, 75 playoff games. He's been to a cup final before. This guy knows what it takes to win. Think of all those intangibles that Duncan Keith brought. You're getting those again with Matias Ekholm. And I think this room kind of missed that. Ekholm probably helps you win more games too. Just thinking about it, like that that Columbus game, he could have probably contributed and helped on the defense a little bit more. Yeah. I just think, like you said, Tyler, that wisdom and like the idea of how to play the game in certain ways is like it's important to have. And we can we can rag on like, oh, Duncan Keith was thirty eight, or and Ekholm is thirty two. It's like, yeah, but their experience matters a lot when Evan Bouchard is there and he's like, damn, every time I go and try to clear the puck out, there's only just hits somebody and ends up in the back of my net. Like yeah. every mistake Bouchard makes weighs on him that entire game. If he has someone like Ekholm there, maybe that helps sell him down. I know the others have other guys like Nurse and CC and, and Kulak or whatever, but like experience never hurt nobody. Yeah. Some questions about how much cap do the Oilers have now? The simple math on this. $450,000. There you go. On a 21-man roster, courtesy of our friends at Puckpedia. So yep. you move out Devin Shaw. So there's 1.2. So really, like they're probably going to play with a twenty-man roster the rest of after the deadline. So just, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. See what else is coming. I think that Ekholm deal is done. The Oilers need a forward. Yeah, I think you need I, another I'm, D-man too. You need a little more depth. Well, shall I'm we? I'm worried about the right wing depth. Yeah, I'm worried about that too. Like Pugliarvi's gone. Okay, fine. We've got Pochiro. Mm-hmm. Or what was his actual name? Zach. Which if you I, haven't listened to Weather's oh, Nation Radio, you have no yeah. idea. What I'm talking Nobody's about. listened. I haven't put it out yet. Put it up. Just hit submit. But there was no. Okay, I'll do it right now. Liam's doing that. So I'm worried about Kyle Yamamoto's ability to stay healthy. He's been on yep. the shelf for about 40% of the season, roughly, mm-hmm. give or take. I'm worried about it. Now that Puliarvi's gone, who's playing on the right side? I, they need somebody who can play on the right side. Fogel has been flipped over there at times. But again, you're messing with flipping guys to their off wings and, and things like that. And playing well right now. I don't he know if you want to. Well. I don't know if you want to fuck around with that too. Much. Yeah, I think a right winger makes a lot of sense. Maj Sports is just over and over again. Max Domi, Max Domi, Max Domi. Chat. That was so you, just for. Them. I'm with him. You're gonna get put in timeout. You <laughs> That's need to actually stop. me. You're in time. 300 seconds. You're not allowed to comment, Max Domi. Um, oh, busted. ouch! Guy just laying out his opinion. Well, I mean, it's just I can't keep up with all the other comments if it's just Max Domi over and over again. We did this on O and R. But could we look at the forwards that are left available, but the ones that are specifically right wingers? Because we, I or at least a center who can play right. Somebody can play who's right. It's a righty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll pull up Frank Servali's uh, trade targets board here. The other trade news from today, if you guys missed it, the Leafs made a million deals. Um, they traded Engvall to the Islanders. They then went and got Luke Shen. They also traded Sandine to the Capitals for a first and Eric Gustafson. Uh, the Washington Capitals got Marcus Johansson earlier today. They also went out and got Gustav Nyquist. So they are just really hungry for average third line wingers. Makes sense. They're trying to make the playoffs. There's also a ton of smoke right now uh, centered around the Pittsburgh Penguins going to get Brock Besser. Shayna Goldman of The Athletic talking about maybe Marcus Pedersen going back to make the money work, but the Canucks could potentially be moving Brock Besser. Um, so it's been a crazy day. It feels like deadline day. Yeah, I'm curious to know what's going to happen these next few game uh, days now because I feel like 
I guess from an Oilers' perspective, there's still stuff left on the table. Yo, there's totally. business there's, to there's, be done. There's stuff to do. So I think maybe from a league perspective, it might not be as busy in the next few days of anything major. Like obviously Chickering's still on the board, so we'll see what happens with him. But from an Oilers angle, like I'm very excited for these next couple of days. And Back home play tomorrow? Yeah, like, can you get yeah. him here in time? Probably, huh? I would I would think so. I guess maybe that maybe there's a visa thing that could yeah. do it. Luckily they play Winnipeg on Saturday and on Friday, so won't have to get around all that airport nonsense. Max well, Domi yeah, shoots right left. Right now, you know? Yeah. Hey? Yeah. So Domi's a left shot. So maybe not a perfect fit there. And I look at Frank's list, I really don't see a lot of wingers that are gonna shoot right that are tremendous fits here. A lot of you guys in the chat saying Colton Pareko. I'm telling you right now, they cannot afford Colton Pareko. And that's just like a monster deal. Because is there something like $44, $45 million left on that contract? Six and a half mil for seven more years, I think. I think he's in year one of an eight and a half million dollar or a six and a half million dollar deal. So, hey, you know, for people who are upset, like I get it being upset Tyson Berry's gone. I'm upset. Like it's, it is, yeah. it's it a is. guy I'm who you stunned. enjoyed watching as an oiler, scored a lot of big goals. He was great. He's one of those guys too. Like when I think about Tyson Berry leaving town for a long time and he was in Colorado at this point, mind you, I wanted the Oilers so desperately oh, so to bad, have bro. a player like Tyson Berry. So it's weird to have have him for a couple of years now. And you know, he was around for two and a half years and then to see him get sent out. Also, it's got to be rough for Barry from a personal standpoint. He was close with the guys in the room. Now he's going to a Nashville team yeah. that kind of, you know. Would no Matt Duchesne. Yeah, him and Matt Duchesne mm. are boys, actually. Yeah. Like super oh, that tight. is true. Yeah, yeah, Matt Yeah, Shane. so, I mean, living in Nashville is not the worst thing ever. Like, <laughs> it could be worse. Like, imagine if he got traded to, like, Columbus. Like, like Or imagine, imagine if you signed an eight-year deal in Columbus. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, I went there to win. Yeah, me too. Classic. As it turns out, those wins came only against the Oilers. <laughs> I was going to say, well, at least you'll not to be the Oilers, I suppose. Luckily, we only play them twice a year. Uh, the also the other big news: Patrick Kane uh, getting moved to the Rangers. We've kind of known that for a bit, but it sounds like he could be in the lineup for them tomorrow. Uh, so, second round pick that could turn into a first, a third to make the money work, and another fourth. Uh, Davin is in. Says, "Don't ignore me, Tyler. Lavoie is ready." I mean, he might have to be for a game. He I, might have to I'd love to, I'd love to see him get a look. Yeah. I mean, could they even afford him? Right. You just said they have $450,000. Yeah. Yeah. He's, we'd have to send down score again, I suppose, but he's yeah. going to see at the Chili's. At, yeah. He's already, he's yeah, already got a so. tab running at the Chili's <laughs> at the airport anyway. Josh Allen is in the chat. I'm assuming that is the Buffalo Bills quarterback. He says Columbus is a nice city. Has I don't doubt it. Yeah. I don't doubt it. He's played there. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Josh Allen to Cincinnati confirmed. Yeah. I know. Hey, now uh, we have cleared 1600 people in the chat right now. So 1700 is pushing. If you're watching, hammer that like button for us and hit the subscribe button. We're looking. I know there is like 40% of you watching because I see the analytics are not subscribed. If you subscribe, we get to 9K and then we're allowed to have a pizza party. But only if it's pickup. Only if it's pickup. And that's another Oilers Nation radio joke, which you can find wherever you get your podcast from. Tyler Mulek, Devin Score is the answer. Uh, for those of you just popping in right now, talking about this deal, here it is. Matthias Ekholm and a sixth round pick. Tyson Berry, Reed Schaefer, a first and a fourth going the other way. The Oilers made a splash. Uncle Ken sleeping no longer. He goes out and makes a big move. He gets... A new number one defenseman. And he might not be a number one on every team, but he's a number one here. I remember when we talked about Matias Ekholm kind of as like a pipe dream. Last time the Oilers played 
the Predators. And like, wouldn't it be great to get a guy like Matias Ekholm? I didn't expect it to happen. I wonder if him and Marcus Niemelainen will squash that beef. Mm, they yeah. did fight. Well, Niemelainen is wow. also not here. True. Bison mask guy, massive overpay. No, it's not. It's just flat out not a massive overpay. I think you could maybe say it's a fair deal. Like the Oilers didn't fleece him. But I think this is what you pay to get a top pairing-esque D-man. And that's what I view Matias Ekholm as. So you can sit there and say they got robbed. They're also getting them for three more years. So it's not a rental. Like Matias Ekholm is going to be here for the long haul. Uh, Josh Allen, what assets do the Oilers have to make another deal? They have their first rounder next year. They have their second and third rounders in this year's draft. We've seen first round picks as far down the line as 2025 dealt at during this deadline period, they could move that. I would imagine they're hesitant to move a prospect. I would say Borgo, Holloway, Lavoie, those pieces are probably safe for now, um, but they still have the picks. I think that second or the third rounder could definitely be moved. They could move a piece like Kyler Yamamoto to make money work. There's a lot of different ways they could still go. I There's no way Ken Holland's done. We talked about the over-under being two and a half. I, I think we're going to get two more trades here still. Well, if uh, Nation HQ Insider has anything to do with it, we're also looking at trading Waz on the tail end of his ELC. That makes sense. We oh, got we got prospects fair. coming, and you got to give to get. Got to give to get. You know what? Waz is essentially the ginger beef in this deal. Yep. Coming to like, he's there. He's a rookie. We know what we've got. Mm-hmm. Plenty of potential. Waz is good. Waz is good. But what can we get? What can we get? What can we get for Waz? Uh, a bunch of you guys just hopping in the chat now. Darcy, what's the deal for Ekholm? It's Barry Schaefer, the first this year and a fourth rounder this year as well. Lance says two more. Tyler, you're high. I don't think I am at all. I think they're getting a forward and they're getting a depth defenseman. I, they might not be like needle moving deals, but they're going to make a couple more splashes. Um, Kenneth Mark Holland in the chat. Someone whose name is just Ken Holland says was for Montana's ribs. I mean, who says no? Who I says mean, no? I had some great ribs at Montaigne's last week. Montaigne's. <laughs> Montaigne. Aaron just whipped up a picture of Waz on our screen. Right now. <laughs> Sorry, Waz. Aaron is on the ball. Farewell, Waz. Waz is also in the chat right now, and he's upset. But. Waz, we're sorry, pal. We can get ribs. That's the that's the going rate. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Lance Tyler, you should get high. Then I got to curl tonight, so. That's going to get the way Nobody's ever been intoxicated curling before. (laughs) It was a lady who just won the briar and she was pregnant. So (laughs) that is, that is probably an athletic feat that we should be talking about more. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, the Scotties. Yeah, the Scotties. Um, All right. Are we good? Let's just go around the horn quickly and say one player that we would like to. Actually, I have a question. Okay. We've been live for a long time. So, This has obviously happened. No kidding. Um, Would you rather now the Oilers move out a Yamamoto and get his 3 million in cap space and then acquire two more players? Or would you rather they just go out and like maybe spend a pick and get long Derek Ryan or something like that? Or or like make a bigger splash. I'm just kind of thinking like, what's the best thing to do now? Is it just to add one more piece through a pick and just figure out the money? Because you can't just send down Devin Shaw. And you get like a million or whatever there, right? So that is an option rather than moving out Yamamoto again. Like, does this team get better if you keep moving players out to just bring in like one or two guys? 
I think you're still improving. And, and that's probably the most important thing here. Like, again, tough price to pay. I wouldn't say a high price to pay, a tough price to pay with Tyson Berry going out the door. But there's no denying the Oilers are better today than they were yesterday in terms of their blue line. I think they need to get a new forward in here. I think it all depends on the return. Like right now they could afford Max Domi or they'd get close to Max Domi at 50% retained. You could almost afford it. If you're moving out Yamo, are you bringing in Domi and someone else? Are you bringing in Lars Eller and Nick Jensen? Like, Yeah, that's the thing. I guess it's hard to say because you don't know what you're bringing in. But I yeah. feel like people are being a little reactionary on Kyle Yamamoto right now because of what happened last night. Maybe. Yeah. It's what have you done for me lately? Yeah. And what have you done for me lately? This guy's coming back from an injury and he's trying to get back into his game. He's getting to the net still and he's, he's in those positions. Yeah. Yamamoto isn't as bad as everyone's making him seem today. Would you like some analysis from our boy, Sid Tyler? I, yeah, I love NHL Sid. So yes, please. NHL Sid, he just did a little mini thread on Twitter here. Initial reaction. Excellent deal for the Oilers. Ekholm is a fantastic two-way defenseman. He can retrieve pucks at a high volume, move the puck in transition and defend the transition. Very well-rounded two-way defenseman. The main risks are obviously Ekholm's age and the contract. He could decline in that third or fourth year, but make no mistake, he is an excellent defenseman right now. He will cut down on Nurse's time on ice. Barry was having a solid year, but I believe the package was worth it. This year, Power Play 1 has scored 16.1 goals per 60 minutes with Barry and 16.3 goals per 60 without him. They had the number one power play before he even signed here. Doubt that will be a concern. Also opens up more possibility for Bouchard at five on five and on the power play, which Sid is happy to see since Ekholm has some experience at R at right hand on the RD. There's options there as well, but I think Ekholm Bouchard would be a very, very strong fit. All in all, a great move by Ken Holland. So there you go. NHL Sid's analysis. The Just to throw it out there too, just since she said the years three and four might be messy, his base salary is 6.5 million. In all of them? In The only year it isn't is this year when he's 5.5. Yeah, it's like no bonuses or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean... You're not signing this guy to move him, but no, yeah. I was just. But you're saying for like buyout in year four or something. Oh yeah, I wonder actually what's uh, click a click buyout contract. Why do I do that right there? Oh, this one that says buyout contract. Yeah, and then change the date to uh, what's the last year of this deal? 2029. No, it'd be 2026. Oh. Change that to 2026. <laughs> Oilers get a guy, us. So what's the buyout look not like on a contract? Not that is what we do, though, no, isn't it? No. And then do 2025. <laughs> That is that is how we roll. Yeah. Oh, two thousand. So I put up a poll. I was just curious what people thought. On when will they buy out at home? Yeah. <laughs> so I just put up a poll on the Oilers Nation Twitter account. Are the Oilers better after this at home for Barry Plus trade? Seventy-two percent say absolutely yes. Only two percent say no. In case you're wondering, two thousand votes on that poll so far, Tyler. Someone else said in here, Ekholm is right-handed with two exclamation points. He's not. He's left-handed. Yeah, definitely not right-handed. Yeah, he is a lefty. Barry was a righty. He has moved out. Brian says, how much salary was retained? 4%, Brian. 4%. That's $250,000. Yeah. Chump change, right? If the others were to buy him out in his last year, it would be... <laughs> a great buyout. $1.9 in the last year in 2026. <laughs> and then 2.1 in 2026. That's a bitch in bio, basically. He'd be 36. It. It's Stop the conversation... It. Fucking guys haven't even put on a jersey yet. <laughs> Matias, I go, I'm going to fire up YouTube, see what Oilers fans are saying about them acquiring me. Comes in at that moment. We're like, all right, when do we buy this fucking guy out? His bum. 
Matias Ekholm. Licorice, uh, you're so negative. You're so negative today in Oilers Nation every day, and now you're just negative again. Go stop it. Who said that? Licorice. I'm looking at you. Oh, Licorice in the chat. Licorice. Oh, I get it. The Oilers didn't get fleeced. How did the Oilers get fleeced? Should get what is she- the logic? You just like if you're saying the Oilers got fleeced in the YouTube chat, like what's the logic there? I just want to know when. One, do we care about the fleeced. fourth round pick? Nobody no, gives a shit. It's garbage. First round pick is going to be 32nd overall. Because we're care. winning the cup. Yeah. Because we're winning the yeah. cup. Tyson Berry. Yeah, that one hurts. <laughs> right? Reed Schaefer is years away from contributing to this team right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ekholm comes in and makes them better today. That's what matters today. And I think the future is still good with it. Like you have assets there to like, this team is still in a good place next season too with guys like Borgo coming through. Let's not forget about Dylan Holloway also. Like there's a bunch of talent on this yeah. roster outside of, sorry, in this organization outside mm-hmm. of Edmonton right now. I think the other thing too, like when we look at, you know, prospects that could impact the Oilers, blah, blah, blah. Let's take a look at what the forward group is for the next two years. McDavid, Drysaddle, Hyman, Nuge, Kane, all signed. Mm-hmm. McLeod, under team control. Holloway, Young, under team control. You do still have a Kyler Yamamoto piece floating around, but the point I'm making here is out of your top nine, seven spots are locked up, yeah. filled, not going anywhere. Borgo is potentially coming as well in one of those two years, and you can find third liners. The point I'm, Clem Costin's around too. Like your roster is so set that if you want to hold on to all these prospects, at some point there's no spot for them to move up and they lose value. Like Reed Schaefer has that first round pick shine still on him. And he, again, yeah. he's years out. He's years out. Years out. And who's he behind? Again, I rattled off who the seven guys are already. And then he's behind Borgo. He's behind Raffle of Wall right now, right? Like he's behind these pieces. There's a bunch of other guys too. Petrov, Tulio, like Noah Phillips. Carter Savoy, Savoy, Noah Phillips. Yeah. Both in the American League already. There's, yep. there's other guys who I'm sure they drafted this year that maybe will spark something. Like, yeah. I agree with you saying, Tyler, it's it's going to be difficult for all these guys to come through. And eventually, if there's a deal there on the table, you got to pull the trigger. Ken Holland pulled the trigger today. And you know, there's uh, now a better team, and a better spot going into the Stanley Cup playoffs and the rest of the season. <laughs> and it's like, we've been gagging for a defenseman that's a little bit mean. And is yeah. Matias Ekholm not a mean dude? Yeah. Their blue line, I like their blue line right now. I think, I mean, I you could use some depth. Yeah, of course. 100%. Go get a righty, Ken. But this blue line right now, man, is way better than it was yesterday. And it's because Matias Ekholm is an A-plus defender. And as Sid said, it sounds like we're maybe overlooking some good puck skills here too, right, BM? Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. Um, someone said DeHarnay is a forward. That's just how Daily Faceoff puts it up on the site. David um, DeHarnay. Oh, David DeHarnay. Yeah, they want Lil D's back. Lil D's back. Yeah. Nurse Ekholm, Kulak, CC, Broberg, Bouchard. I think you could mess around with those pairings a little bit, but I like that six. People talking about, oh, the power play is going to suffer. Like Sid said, they were first in the league before Barry. They're going to keep being first in the league. How many goals? I know there are a few, but how many goals do they score that are a direct result of a Barry slap shot from the point? Like Evan Bouchard can do that job. I'm very confident in that. He just really like Evan Bouchard when I think about it now. He just really has to distribute from back there. Yeah. And that's really yeah. what Barry did a lot of anyway. Get it to Connor, get it to Leon. Then it goes from those three forwards and in the back of the net. Yeah. That's why I think Nurse could be a fit there for a little bit. Yeah. Just being that puck mover back there rather than putting it all on Bouchard. 
Ryan Osmond. He was a big part of Nashville's cup run. Ekholm is a beast. He was 75 career playoff games, and he's going to rack up a few more with the Oilers. A veteran of 719 games under contract for three more seasons at a contract that will pay him $6 million against the Oilers cap. Nashville keeping 250K out the door is Tyson Berry, a first round pick. Our guy Reed Schaefer, ginger beef. We hardly knew ye. And a it fourth is, rounder as it well. It is interesting. I'm just kind of cruising around some of the analytics writers from around, like Michael Parcati, who's who's OG blogger here in Edmonton. Just yeah. I think Ekholm is probably better than Chickering right now. He could actually be the best D-man on the Oilers right now. Yep. The question is what'll happen over the coming seasons into his mid-30s, but that's a huge get for a team that needs to make a push today. 100%. There you go. 100%. Uh, for those of you watching right now on the stream, if you're like, hey, this was fun. Well, we do it every day at noon Mountain Time. Oilers Nation every day brought to you by Short Ford, the Giant. And as always, coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio. Join us tomorrow on the show. Hit the subscribe button as well before you leave so you don't miss any of the content. Also, this Friday, when news is breaking, myself and Frank Saravalli are going to be live for four hours from 10 a.m. Mountain until two o'clock. Go find Daily Face Off on YouTube and subscribe to us there as well. We'll be breaking down massive deals like this one from all around the league on Friday. And of course, Oilers Nation every day still coming Wednesday and Thursday at noon Mountain Time. I'll be there. Liam will be there. And tomorrow, actually, Frank Saravalli's joining our show. So at noon Mountain Time, tune in and we'll get the latest from our guy, Frank Saravalli. Over 5,500 of you tuned in to uh, this live stream here tonight. Or yeah, I guess this evening. Uh, so thank you very much. Also, while you're just we're wrapping up, new episode of Oilers Nation Radio going up at some point. It's out. Liam got it up. New Oilers Nation Radio is out everywhere. Yeah. I'm going to do it a second. Also, Tyler, I'm plugging myself. Better late than never reaction episode when I get home from the office. <laughs> there you go. Lots of pods, lots of content coming your way. We need dinner, so we are going to wrap up and get out of here. But we'll chat with everyone again tomorrow at noon Eastern. Shout out to our guy, Aaron Bordado as well, who produced this bad boy on uh, last second notice. Frank's on the show tomorrow. I said that. Oh, wasn't listening. See everybody. <laughs> see everybody at Noon Mountain tomorrow. 